BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Well, welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. This is a very, very special episode as we have one of the inductees of this year's Canada's Marketing, Advertising, PR, and Communications Hall of Fame, also known as the Canada's Marketing Hall of Fame Award. Ellen Graf Martin is a 2023 inductee. She's the president of Graf Martin, uh, Marketing for Good, uh, marketing brand strategist, nonprofit champion, entrepreneur, female founder, podcast host, amongst many, many things. And we just realized we, we were doing the numbers and we've known each other since we were very young. Uh, in our very early 20s, we both connected back in the day when Ellen uh, uh, was working in publishing and distribution of, of books. Mm-hmm. If you remember books, those lovely things. Yes, a million yes. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been uh, 2005, 2005, 2005, we figured out. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which doesn't seem that long ago, but it's almost 20 years ago. So there we yeah. are. 18 years ago, we met Darian. It was yeah. a long time ago, a lifetime, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, so, Ellen, first of all, how does it feel to be the latest inductee into the Hall of Fame? It's a bit surreal because I don't know if you feel this way, but I still feel like I'm new. Um, you know, and things keep changing. So I feel really honored. It's incredible. Trying to explain it to my mom was interesting. Like, I don't know. She's she's like, this is amazing. And I could tell my friends, Hey, you know, a hall of famer now, but I am really not athletic. So this is like the hall of fame that I could be part of. And I'm really proud of it. So thank you. It was a huge honor. No, no. And um, I don't don't know if it's arrived yet. I should check first, but um, you are going to get a very cool glass. Uh, I guess, I don't know if it's a trophy or you get an award uh, done by a West Coast First Nations artist. Um, yeah, Jamie Stewart. I haven't received it yet. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Oh, that's be- so exciting. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's got a kind of a cool meaning behind what does it mean to be bold and uh, powerful, but yet humble and, uh, you know, just 
what the uh, essence of the award means. So he was able to do a design for us for that award. Amazing. Oh, yeah. now I'm even more excited. Yeah. Thank no, you. Thank no, you. Of course. Um, so Ellen, those that have yet to meet you and, and know you the way that I've been able to know you and follow along in your journey, tell us about kind of what your agency does today and what some of your favorite things are about the ways that you help others. Yeah. So our agency, you know, it's been an evolution, but today we are really kind of crystal clear on, we strengthen organizations that are committed to hope, generosity, and justice. So those are kind of like our three keywords around here, hope, generosity, and justice. And we do that through bringing our marketing experience and our skills and building out tools for those same organizations. And it I mean, that's really who we are. If you kind of, like they say, if you scratch someone, you know, what would bleed? And I'm like, that's really what our team is as well. It means a lot to us and it really resonates with the organizations that we support best. So that primarily means charities and not-for-profits, but it also can mean social enterprises or businesses that, you know, may not be a B Corp or they might be a B Corp, but are built really for the common good. Um, so it could be things like, food security or housing security or even employment services or international development, really kind of the gamut of things. That's amazing. And, and I know you can't uh, like say who your favorite client is, but maybe a, a highlight of a client, maybe an example of a client, something you've done and it just kind of uh, you know, emphasizes the work that you do and kind of showcases some of the stuff you do for organizations. Um, oh gosh. I, I'm really fortunate that I have loved almost all of the clients I've worked with. I won't tell you who I didn't, but you know, it's been 15 years. We're celebrating 15 yeah. years. This fall, so it's a long time. I, you know, right now we are working on launching a, a new brand for a very large $200 million developmental services organization. And um, developmental services and intellectual and developmental disability is close to my heart. So I'm really, really proud of the work that we've done for this organization, not just because we're doing it, but because we've done it really thoughtfully and um, respecting the founder's story and respecting the people that this is set up to serve and come alongside. And so part of the reason I'm so proud of it is because it will mean that more people who are in deep need of the services that this organization provides will get that support and help. So really proud of that. And that actually is just launching September 2023. So as we speak right now, um, other things that I have loved is, you know, working on identifying funding opportunities for a maternal health clinic um, in a Caribbean country. Um, I love, actually, we do this, we somehow became the faith and family content people. And so we get to work with something called The Chosen. And I mean, it's huge. Um, and that's been really fun because it has, I have never seen crowdfunding and fans that are like chosen fans, but it is bringing so much hope to so many people around the and world. And I think it's largest crowdfunded TV series ever in history. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is amazing. And it's a beautiful show. I, I've watched it I, every episode so far and, and some nights I'm crying. I watch it with my kids. Like it's just such a beautiful um, take on, uh, you know, a classic story. Yes. Yeah. It really is that epic drama. Like we say it's, I, when I was trying to explain it, I'm like, it's like the crown 
And, you know, that's sort of an idea, but for, you know, taking this story of the people who spent time with Jesus and what did life look like for them and what did that story look like through their eyes. So that's been really fun. Um, Oh, like I, I, we've published books that we want, we published a book that won a New York book fair award um, for one charity. We have, um, built small brands. I honestly, some of the small pieces, yeah. I know no one will ever know them, yeah. but we have seen the growth of those organizations through really helping them get clarity. And that mm. has been, that has been a dream come true, yeah. honestly, because I know that the impact it's making is huge. Um, and so just even some of those, like a local center that supports women in crisis and um, make sure that they have things like diapers and wipes mm. and formula for their babies. And they grew from 40 moms a month to over 400 a month over the last few years. And so being able to walk with them and make sure that they're able to sustain that has been so rewarding, like super, super rewarding. It's incredible. Um, I know there's an old saying, and I I know you don't believe, but like, you know, keep your friends close, your enemies closer, right? Like, like, know thy enemy, right? Like kind of know the, I'm curious if you want to give any shout outs, is there any other organizations in Canada that do good marketing or charity marketing? Like they kind of position themselves with that? Because I don't know of a lot of them that I can even think of. That's a great question. You know what? There aren't a lot of them. Um, And often when I say what I do to other PR people or marketing people, they say, oh, yeah, I worked for a charity once. It was so rewarding. Um, But, you know, here's the reality is that doing marketing for charities isn't like the most lucrative career path in the world, but it also is incredibly rewarding. And so I've been trying to change that narrative and make sure that my team is paid fairly and compensated well but also gets to do work that's meaningful. So it doesn't have to be that way. I'm trying to change that, but like, it doesn't have to be where, you know, these are the lesson or they're just nice projects to work on. Like these are really, really personally and professionally rewarding projects that we get to work on. But to be really honest, there aren't a lot. There are a few more fundraising focused. Yeah. I've seen those. I've seen those. Yeah. Like we've got frontier and absolutely. Um, And I've, and I've seen you, Lou, but they just concentrate on B Corp. So mostly corporations that are B versus the charity side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's, there aren't a ton. Um, yeah. But mostly fundraising focus, which is great. We need fundraising. We need good yeah. fundraising. We just try to work from much more of like, somebody was trying to get me to explain what we do the other day. And I said, cause he said, well, we're really loyal to the guys that do our social media right now. And I'm like, that's not what we're trying to do. We really are like, think of us like the architect (laughs) and that people, the the people who come in, my dad was a builder. He was kind of, he was an early entrepreneur and he was a builder. And so I helped him strip forms off of foundations as a kid. And so I understand how important a really good foundation is. And then under, and you, you need an architect to be thinking through how that works and what materials you need and what budget you need to have and what function things will have and, and how they all work together and integrate. That's who we are. Hmm. Kind of at the, at the end of the day, you know, what the modalities are, our brand and PR, but really we are foundation people and architects. Um, working to ensure that the function is there. And so then we work with great fundraisers to do their piece, but our piece is very distinct. It's amazing. 
And you've got, you know, kind of the Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana going on. You, you grew up in BC and now you're in Ontario. So you understand both worlds. I do. Well. Yeah. yeah. Best of both worlds, as the song says. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up on Vancouver Island. I was born and raised in Nanaimo, grew up on Vancouver Island. And then I was a kid who had really great opportunities, not because I came from a fancy family or anything, not at all. Um, but I was able to be a foreign student in Germany. And that kind of cut my teeth on understanding that the world was a lot bigger and um and a lot different than just Vancouver. It, the, the world didn't end at the ferry terminal is yeah. what i learned you know yeah. in many ways so i did that and then i was able to spend um five years after university working for a charity as a volunteer and yeah. so that really helped me understand the world spent time in latin america I was there for a year lived in georgia in the u.s for four years and then moved to ontario where i live in the complete opposite of vancouver island i live in, in like mennonite country with google 15 minutes away so it's just this very strange <laughs> it's a very it is a non-traditional career path yeah <laughs> that's what it I is that is amazing. That is amazing. So uh, I want to talk about the table and, and your yeah. work there and, and what that means to you. Um, well, about seven years ago, uh, actually, it was, uh, it was eight years ago now, I had my team. I was talking to them about things I was learning and reading. And, um, and one of them, I think someone that you know as well, Melinda Estabrooks, said mm -hmm. to me, so who do you tell about these things? Yeah. And I said... Well, you guys. And if you know Melinda, like she is the most enthusiastic, encouraging person. And so she was like, you need to tell other people. You need to tell your peers. And I remember I said to her, I don't have any peers. Like, like you said, like who else is doing this work? And she said, yes, you do. And so we sat down together and we went through and kind of, she, she really championed this, made a list of all of the people that she would consider my peers and my team really fed into this. And it was, I think there was a little bit of, um, I was, I would, I, some would say it was humility, but I would say it was fear. Like a little bit of like, who am I to say that these are my peers, right? Who am I? This is kid from Vancouver Island, you know, living in Mennonite country. And um, they really encouraged me to do this. So I remember we put together this list and I don't know if you remember the, the email tool streak, but I sent a streak email list. Oh, I, that was a streak. I remember that. Streak, wow, yeah. it's a throwback. I sent the email by streak to everybody. Yeah. And then I left and went for lunch because I was like, yeah. I yeah. can't take the rejection. No one is going to say yes. Um, and we had identified women who were working in leadership roles, whether it was in a charity or they might be working in a church or in a business who were really bringing their heart and their values to their work. And um, women who would say, hey, you know what, I actually want to be encouraged in my leadership, but from a heart position, not from like a skill position, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of me, you know, I can read all the leadership books, but I really also want somebody who cares about me as a person and will um, be my friend <laughs> in all this because really lonely. And so went for lunch, came back and within 24 hours, 
um, 23 of the spots that I had were taken um, because 23 people responded and said, yes, I mean, I've been looking so much for this. And within a couple days, all 50 spots were taken because I kind of made this arbitrary 50 yeah. spots. But I also thought that's as many relationships as I can kind of manage yeah. coordination of. And so, yeah, that's been eight years and we've ebbed and flowed and people have come in and switched places, but it's just been a really incredible community mm -hmm. of women who show up. These women really do show up. And we have a meetup online, which we do some in person and then online happened over COVID. Mm. Women show up. Like it's mm. pretty normal for at least 20, 25 of the women to show up for any given event wow. that we would have online, which is a big deal when you're yeah. getting really busy women from across yeah. the country, like Nova Scotia to Vancouver. Yeah. So. That's incredible. And, and being particularly like getting specific, but being a female owned run agency, mm -hmm. tell me about that and, and what the things that mm -hmm. you see and that come along with uh, that yeah. part of your life. Well, I remember I shocked you yeah. last year because yeah. I posted a stat because I couldn't believe the stat. And then I looked it up and I was like, no, this is real. And so I posted it. I remember you commenting on LinkedIn, yeah. like what? I could hear it in your voice. Yes. Um, yeah, 1% of North American ad and marketing agencies are owned and led by women. And I was like, surely that can't be true when I heard that stat. And then I started digging into it. And I'm like, okay, I think it's true. And really started digging in. And I'm like, okay, it is true. And that's part of the reason why this has been so lonely. I remember going to a business lunch and they were like telling everyone there that they had to bring their values to their work and like it was like this big challenge to people and I thought how do you not like you're a whole person like yeah. how is this possible I remember leaving so frustrated and I remember being the only woman in that room and at the time I was the only woman under 40 and feeling I remember angry crying on my way back to yeah. the office I was just like so frustrated that this could be my journey um, because nobody told me when I started doing this that it was going to be so lonely and nobody told me why mm. and no one told me that out of a room of 100 people I would be the one woman present um, and most of the time the guys were like my dad's age mm -hmm. <laughs> so and they you know what I cannot knock those guys um, and I mean you're not my dad's age but you're one of those guys who makes room for people and makes opportunity and it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a or what you are, you're going to make opportunity. Like, so you would make opportunity for me. And you've always been really generous with making opportunities for other people. I think it's really evident in just 20 years ago, that was evident, Darian, and it's still evident today. And there are a lot of people who make that space. So this isn't a knock about guys, but it's pretty lonely. And I understand it because, you know, when I became a parent, I didn't get a parental leave. I got you know, four days off a week for three months. Um, I don't even know if it was three months, to be honest, but I had to still do email at night and I couldn't ever really take that parental leave. So because you don't qualify for parental yeah. leave as an entrepreneur, as a, a business owner. And yeah. so um, like even just little things like that, that made it hard. And when I realized that I had to have my husband sign off on opening bank accounts for the business, that was kind of one of those, oh, you know, I just did it. We went, we went and signed up 15 years ago. We just did it. And I never thought if my husband had been the one opening the business, would I have had to go and 
sign off on those bank accounts with him. Like I just never thought of it, you know, it was just so normal. So I think a lot of this has just been normal. It's just been my experience. Um, But at the same time, I'm really proud of what I've been able to do given the odds (laughs) and that I've been able to stick it, stick with it. You know, I think that the system isn't set up to support people like me, um, but it doesn't have to be that way. So if I stick with this, it might change. Okay. That's incredible. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. So um, a lot of these podcasts are using like marketing classes and courses. So there's uh, students that listen to the show. What would you say to the female students listening who are considering maybe not going brand side, but going agency side, or maybe even also going mm-hmm. brand side? And what's your maybe kind of word of encouragement just speaking directly uh-huh. to them right now? I, I would say to go for it because um, we need your creative gift at the table. If, you know, just yesterday I was reading... Um, in Forbes, that 70 to 80% of buying decisions are made by women. And yet, um, I don't know how many of us are around the table where those decisions are being made. And so um, it's really important that you show up if you are a female and you have gifts and skills and abilities, like creative skills, and you can write really well, and you just see things in a different way. We need you to build authentic brands that connect with people and actually meet real needs. Mm. It's really important that you you show up. Um, I did have a younger woman reach out to me a few months ago and ask about my entrepreneurial journey. And I was honest with her. I said, you know, it's really hard. And um, that doesn't mean I wouldn't do it, but I would go into it with my eyes open. So it's one thing to be a marketer. It's another thing to be an entrepreneur. Those are very different things. And um, so just go in with your eyes open and find there are people now I had no one I just didn't have a mentor um, who was female and could help me journey with it but reach out and there are women now who can help so yeah the forum uh which is pretty yes. cool that for for yeah yeah that's yes. an amazing organization um shout out to them if you haven't found it yet the forum they're incredible um so for you in in watching this and seeing this what would you guess right now and I'm curious whether if you were to guess like U of T uh, you know, Toronto Metropolitan U, you know, U of C, U of A, you know, UBC, which percentage of the marketing kind of cohorts, classes, degrees do you think would be female students? That's a great question. I, hmm, that is a great question. We should because survey them. We should ask. We should survey we, them. Let's, yeah. We just because, built the list yeah. last week. We published the list of every marketing program in the country. And so we have all the information. We should then send an email being like, hey, what percentage of it? it, it see yes. what the. Because yeah. Yeah, then cause statistically, I, yeah. why is only 1% becoming owners of said agencies? What's the. And how do we fix that? 
because that's not a good stat. No, it's not. And, you know, like I was having this conversation this summer with um, an engineer and he said, oh, yeah, our company is big into equity and diversity. I'm like, that's awesome. We need that. I said, so how many women, you know, he said, we, we hire a lot of women. I was like, OK, so how many women are at your senior leadership table? He said, there's one. I was like, well, how many people are at that table? Yeah. Well, 15. I'm like, okay, well, let's start looking at this. And he said, well, the problem is they're not at the school. They're not going to school for it. I'm like, okay, so there's a, there's a problem. Like let's scholarships, maybe scholarships. Yeah. Scholarships or just even saying, Hey, this is a career path. You know, when I was choosing my university program, marketing was never presented to me as a program. It wasn't a thing for me at the time. Probably it was still that idea of like the ad agency, um, madman idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I could be a, an, an admin person, which there's nothing wrong with being an admin person, but I was super creative. So I was never going to be that. So I went into criminology because, um, I understood it. I loved the science and the mm-hmm. psychology of how people think and how to modify behavior. So it actually worked out really well for me when I transitioned into marketing because we kind of do the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is- yeah. So I don't know what that percentage is, but it's probably not enough. And I would love to see more because I just think that we need women at the table. So. Yeah. And so you have the table, but if someone is listening to the show right now and I, this, this you know, could happen and says, Hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a woman who wants to start my own agency. I'm working brand side, but I'm going to start one. What's your best advice? And, and like, can they reach out to you or is there a, specifically a resource for women run agencies at the moment? You know what? I don't know of one, to be really honest. (laughs) Maybe we need to start one, Darian. (laughs) You're entrepreneurial. (laughs) I actually don't know of one. Um, Not yet. And maybe in the States, maybe there's one. Yeah. So there could be. I think there is one in the US, um, but I think it is someone who actually runs her own agency. And then this is kind of like a side thing. Um, But but I actually don't know of one in Canada. Okay. And so maybe it's time for us to start one. Because huh. I know I, I belong to like the Bureau of Digital, this guy, and it's like Slack channel and they meet up owners. And so, and looking back, I'm like, yeah, I wonder what the stats even are of members of the Bureau of Digital for who are agency owners who are mm-hmm. members of that group. I'll find out mm-hmm. from Carl because that'd be, that'd be cool. And then what could we do to fix it? We, you know, and what I would say is if you're, if you are looking into this, start to get to know the other women who are agency owners because one of the things I have done, I mean, now that I'm like one of the older women doing yeah. this in my, you know, I'm closer to 50 than 40. Um, now I can reach out to other women and say, hey, I just want to have a call and I want to hear what you do. And I want to see if I can refer to you because we yeah. aren't all things to all people. Yes. So, you know, I have a great agency that does digital marketing, one that I can reach out to if we have something digital experience. Um, yeah. We have... Uh, like a web developer that we work with who's a female founder and that are all like-minded and more than like-minded, like-hearted. Like we don't Mm. want to exploit our clients and we um, bring our best and we treat our people well. Like those sorts of things Mm. are really important. So reach out because it is, we are stronger in a collective than alone. That's awesome. Ellen's very inspiring. Um, anything else you want to share with listeners? Man, this has gone so fast. Um, 
You know, I think that there is, like, like I was saying, it is one thing to want to be an entrepreneur and it is another thing to be entrepreneurial. And I don't know about you, but for me, I was always entrepreneurial, but I didn't set out saying, I want to start a business. You know, what would be a great business would be to have an agency. Um, I started having an agency because someone actually asked me, would you start your own agency? And I said, sure. Um, I've never worked in one. <laughs> so that gave me the opportunity to build the agency I wanted to work at mm -hmm. rather than just saying, okay, here's the formula. Here's what we have to do. And it's worked out really well for me. Has it had its challenges? Absolutely. And have I done things wrong? Absolutely. So many times, but I also really still love coming to work 15 years yeah. later. So I think um, if you are entrepreneurial, and you think you could run a good agency and you have something to offer and a problem you can solve, go for yeah. it. I'd say, Amazing. absolutely go for it. You might fail and that's okay. It's incredible. You might do great. Yeah. Um, we're gonna put a link in the show notes. Uh, Todd Maffin has a how to start your own agency. That's a free resource from EngageQ. Okay. Um, he actually, he currently resides in Nanaimo. No way. Yeah, oh, so great. good things come out of Nanaimo, including <laughs> both Ellen and how to start uh, your own agency. And, it's, and he made it totally free. He's just a really good person. Um, and he's got, what's it? He's got a, an agency and then he's got a, a daily podcast of like today and digital. He's just the coolest guy. Yeah. So great. There's another group called Thriving Agency, the Thriving okay. Agency based nice. out of South, Southwestern Ontario, two women, oh, cool. oh, um, amazing. Lisa and Angie, and they have a like a cohort, an agency founder owner cohort that okay. meets monthly. It's very reasonably priced with yeah. coaching and like peer coaching. It's very, very good. So okay. highly recommend it. Amazing. Um, Ellen, you ready for the rapid fire? Absolutely, Darian. I don't, do I don't know because we've known each other for a long time. So we got this. We got this. God, this is great. This. Um, what was your first ever job? Delivering newspapers. I had a paper route when I was 10, just turning yeah. 11, and yeah. I subcontracted to my younger brother. And so I was really? already an entrepreneur. It's amazing. Um, night owl or early bird? Night owl now because yeah. I have a kid and yeah. I just want to be by myself, but I yeah. used to be an early bird. See how it goes. Yeah. Um, cat or dog person? Cat. I have a Bengal. I nice. adore her. Um, what was the first thing that you ever marketed? Oh, gosh. Prob oh. Probably. Oh, gosh. I sold Regal gifts. I don't know if anybody will remember this. And I don't know why my mom and dad let me do this, but you would get like a catalog and mm -hmm. then you would take it door to door, sell gift wrap and cards mm -hmm. yeah. and like kitchen yeah. gadgets and I remember collect that. the money and then send away and then have to deliver them. So I think I was 14 and I would go door to door in our neighborhood. I was That's a gutsy amazing. kid man. So. That is very cool. And and houses are far apart in Nanaimo, depending on what yes, section. they are. And hills, yeah. a lot yeah. of hills. Yeah. A lot yeah. of hills. Yeah. My brother lives in Nanaimo now, just off Jingle Pot Way. And okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of hills. Yeah. That's yeah. a big hill there. Yeah. Um, dark or milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. Favorite word right now? Curious. This one might be a hard one. Last charity you supported financially or with your time and why? Um, support a lot of charities. Yeah. So just so you, I, and we don't talk about this a lot, but um, 
at all because it just seems braggy and we're Canadian. Mm -hmm. But like my family, we believe very much in that we have more than enough so that we can give mm -hmm. what we can, you know. And um, so we support charities that we choose a local charity yeah. and uh, or we have multiple local charities, refugee-centered or child welfare-centered, because yeah. that's really what we care about locally. Um, and then we have some international development organizations we support, some individuals we support, and then just kind of large national charities mm -hmm. as well that we really believe in. We love Ronald McDonald House, but yeah. we also love our local food initiatives and... Yeah. Um, our church and like those, like all of those things make a good world. So it's awesome. It's very cool. Um, it's like a good salad of giving. Yeah. A, a yeah. good variety. Um, what's a movie you love? You just watch over and over again. We just saw Gran Turismo. It was incredible. Yeah. So it was really, really good. Um, <laughs> Elf. Elf. Like yeah. I can yeah. watch Elf every yeah. year. Yeah. Like it just doesn't get old. It just doesn't yeah. get old. Oh, awesome. Um, I love it when he discovers the best coffee in New York. World, That's probably world's best, the world's best coffee. The world's marketing best coffee. Marketing works. Marketing works. Yeah. yeah. Um, favorite song or album on repeat right now? Um, my daughter has us listening to the Barbie album. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I've, I know all the words to the song Pink. So, okay. a lot. Yeah. A lot. That's awesome. Um, if you weren't doing this job in like another multiverse, what would you be doing with your time? I would potentially be um, working at a museum as a docent because yeah. I'm really nerdy. Yeah. I would. That's actually my dream yeah. retirement job is to dress in a costume and work oh. at a house museum and okay. tell kids why they should care about social history. That's it matters. Amazing. It's very cool. Very cool. Um, down the road from our office is the fort, historic fort in Langley here. And there's people dressed as characters. And I would awesome. love it. I would love um, it. App on your phone you can't live without. Mm. You know, right now it's because my daughter is yeah. 10. We use Class Dojo, so I have yep. to keep in touch with that. Yes. Um, and I love getting photos. But we just discovered flash food. And... Mm. It is like reducing food waste by oh. selling like fresh produce that is not being purchased at a really discounted price. And so like this has been like our our surprise box. It's like getting amazing. a grab bag yeah. of food that like so this month I got a big box of apples. So we're having wow. apple crisps tonight or like a giant box of kale. Wow. So my husband was going to eat kale, whether he likes yeah. it or yeah. not. It's been really fun. So it's called flash food. Flash food. I and love it's just that. been That's fun. So cool. That's so cool. Um, favorite children's book? We are currently reading um, When the Crayons Came Home. Yes. The Day the Camp Crayons yeah. Came Home. So good. But I'm, I'm really partial to anything by um, Robert Munch yeah. because yeah. I love reading out loud to my daughter yeah. and I get to do voices. Yeah. And it's the best. And his like, he's just so weird and wonderful. Yeah. Like Mermel, Mermel, Mermel. Yeah. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. Um, best thing you ever bought for under ten dollars. My my daughter and I really love thrifting. Mm -hmm. And so it's probably something I thrifted that was like an incredible 
um, bargain yep. and like an incredible scoop. I, you know what? I actually, I thrifted. We have the Mennonite Central Committee thrift yeah. store right here. Oh, and really? I thrifted a vintage designer dress nice. and that I still have it. I love it. And yeah, it's like 1960, um, one of a kind handmade. Yeah. Designer Check dress. your local uh, MCC thrift store. They've got treasures aplenty. Exactly. Sure. It's fun. Um, What's the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? Um, whether I was good enough to do this. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm, if I've really changed my mind, I think I'm always second guessing, you know, I don't know if you feel this way. Sometimes I'm like, man, if they knew that I don't really know what I'm doing, mm -hmm. um, you know, that dot, dot, dot. But I think I've changed my, maybe it's maybe becoming a hall of famer is going to help convince me that perhaps I know a thing or two, but, um, but I think also the, the other, the other side of that is that I've changed my mind about arriving. So I know that even though I'm at this stage, I feel new, like I was saying, I still feel new. And I think that's a really good thing. I don't need to have ever arrived. It's amazing. That's great. Um, business or marketing book that you recommend? Hmm. I, don't read a lot of the books, you know, yeah, that's yeah, the that's thing. Right. How, about, um, how about podcasts or newsletter? That's what I was going to say. It's the podcast. I listen to yeah. podcasts. So, yeah. um, I mean the marketing news podcast, I've heard it's great. And, uh, <laughs> I actually do listen to it. Um, and I enjoy it a lot. I like this rapid fire round. The other one I really like, um, is an agency podcast. Um, agency management institutes build okay. a better agency podcast. Okay. Really like that. Great content. Um, nice. super helpful. Very cool. Uh, any life hacks you'd be willing to share? My mom was, you may have caught on to this, but my mom was a home economist. So we have a lot of life hacks, but, mm -hmm. um, cause you know, we always mm -hmm. are finding different, she was also born at the tail end of the second world war. So <clears throat> we can stretch a dollar. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I think my biggest life hack, especially for this stage, mm -hmm. is that you don't have to do everything and it's okay to hire people to do things. So um, I am allowed to outsource parts of my life yeah. is the life hack. So the things that I just can afford to outsource, because I know not everybody has that luxury, but I know that I can't keep my house clean and um, feed my kid properly and be a decent human being and go to work. Yeah. So you know what? Someone else can actually clean my house. Yeah. And I found somebody who I really love and enjoy and she does a wonderful job and she loves doing it. And so guess what? She can do that. And yeah. I thought I couldn't afford it at first, but she's been doing it for 12 years now. Yeah. And um, I couldn't live without her. That's awesome. Um, thanks for sharing that. Um, when you look for new hires, people joining your agency, what are the kind of the skills required for this kind of like new time that we're in? What do you look for? I look for someone who is resourceful yeah. um, and sharp yeah. and um, sharp and wise. So yeah. not just smart, but wise. So knows how to make a good decision. And because those are the people I can trust, like I can't know everything. And I mean, you know, this, the world has changed. The marketing world has changed so yeah. much since I started like right. Facebook and Twitter did not exist. We were faxing things. Yeah. So the fact that now we're using AI to, cr to create client videos, like I, 
I can't keep up. And so I need people who are staying curious and interested and learning, but are also wise and making wise decisions and choosing things well. That's awesome. That's a really great answer. Um, where can people find you online? Where do you hang out? Um, graphmartin.com or yeah. on Instagram. I mean, on Instagram, just so you know, I'm probably not going to post anything except family pictures or like yeah. my canning or yeah. trips and things like that. Um, but LinkedIn is a great place to connect yeah. because I do share more there and I would love to connect on LinkedIn. So just Ellen Graf, G-R-A-F, yeah. not an S. Yeah. Some people do Grass Martin, but it's Graf Martin. Yes. Um, would love to connect. Amazing. Ellen, anything else you want to share with people? Anything else you want to close with that you really want? Like, man, I wish I said that. I, I think, I think something people don't realize is how hard it's going to be. Um, when you do start out on this agency owner journey, it's exciting. It's fun. You're learning all the things and then you get tired. And so it is really important to find a good coach. And I mean, that has been what has really kept me in the game are people who could give me perspective. Um, it's been different people in different seasons, but people who believed in me and saw things in me that I couldn't believe were true because it was just so hard. And I could see my failures more than I could see my wins. So people who won't just challenge you, because if you are starting out on this, you're probably an optimistic human being. <laughs> you know, if you're choosing this journey, you're probably fairly, you know, you've got some confidence. But it's probably also you need people who really believe in you. And so finding those people who believe in you will both challenge and champion you are worth more than I could ever imagine. It's amazing. Ellen Graf Martin, thank you for being here. Congrats again on being thank a you. Marketing Hall of Fame winner 2023. Thank you, Darian. You are so generous with your time and your resources. Thanks for, thanks for doing this for us as a community. That's oh, fun. It's fun to celebrate people. Good excuse to have a party and to Absolutely. Know, showcase some really cool talent. Um, thank you for joining us this week on Marketing News Canada, and we'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded at the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editor, Travis Jeffers. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.